0: back on set to tape the season finale and the soundstage is buzzing with last day of school energy I'm trying to push aside how crushed I am after my conversation with Rami last night and channel my energy into work my sisters left this morning and I found myself replaying my conversation with Rami over and over in my head as I got ready for work in my newly quiet apartment thankfully Mark is also on a plane home at least according to his latest Instagram story I know I know really should unfollow him the whole crew is much more relaxed now that he's gone okay it's officially our last challenge is everyone out of hair and makeup bert bertie you both look great nanny edith love the apron and where's our challenger has anyone seen tom
1: he said something about wanting to make an entrance i figure we can give him a take to try on whatever he's thinking and reshoot if it doesn't work
0: sure why not Rami, is everything ready to go for the Savory Sweets Challenge?
2: Uh Uh-huh. What's up from my end? Well, let's get this going, shall we? I'd like to make it through without a shirt change if we can. That would be a first.
0: (laughs) Places, everyone. Bertie, take it away. We're rolling in three, two...
3: Hello, Britain, and welcome back to the final installment of Pop Cuisine. Today's challenge will be the toughest yet, as our chefs will attempt to create an absolutely scrumptious-looking dessert that's actually made entirely from savoury ingredients. A bit of a mind trick, if you will.
2: That's right. Something that looks sweet but tastes like a proper English roast. Let's welcome back our two chefs still in the running. <laughs> Here we have the adorable nanny, Edith. And... hmm. Seems that Tom hasn't joined us yet. That's because Tom will not be competing today.
4: The captivating Candy Coxwallop is here, and she intends to run circus around you, Nanny Edith. In heels, no less.
2: Well, hello, nurse.
3: Bert, doesn't Tom look lovely?
2: Oh, my goodness. Tom, that's you under there? What a pair of legs!
5: My sweet Angus had a beehive wig just like that. Oh, it brings back
3: memories. Well, Candy, we can't wait to see what you're cooking up for us today. Just mind the glitter doesn't make it into the dough. All right, chefs, let's begin. And cut.
0: Candy, what an entrance. You look fabulous. Look at that cleavage, laddie. I could use some tips. These old girls
5: aren't as perky as they used to be.
4: Tricks of the trade, my dear. We'll get you a couple
1: of chicken cutlets and have you looking like you're back in uni in no time. Right then, let's reset for the challenge. Mark can piss off. Candy, this is going to be great TV.
0: A few hours later, Candy and Nanny Edith are both racing the clock to get the final touches on their creations. It's been tense, of course, but everyone's having so much fun. This is definitely our best episode yet. Miraculously, Bert and Bertie haven't fought once. Probably helpful that Connor was reassigned to another show. And it seems the adrenaline of being in the home stretch has everyone a little giddy.
3: OK, chefs, just 15 seconds left to finish your garnish.
2: And time is up. Spatulas down, please, and let's have a look. Well, Miss Candy, tell
3: us about your dish. It looks like a giant disco ball. Not sure who's got more glitter, you or the cake. I do love a theme. That's
4: right, Birdie. Candy's brought the party with her for the final challenge. My disco bowl looks like a cake, but it's actually made of mashed potatoes coated in Japanese silver sesame paste with a core of steak and kidney filling.
2: Why is nothing what it seems today? This challenge is so confusing.
3: <sighs> Isn't it just? Well, points for creativity, I'd say. But unfortunately, we'll have to ding you on the flavour a bit. I'm just not sure the silver sesame is working with the kidneys in the end.
4: It is a bit avant-garde, perhaps. But then, I've always been ahead of the mainstream.
2: Well, let's see what Nanny Edith has cooked up. My word, this cake looks like a miniature carousel.
5: Aye, it looks to be a cake covered in ponies. But when you cut onto it...
3: Oh, yum! Is that... It is! The inside is made of fish and chips. Damn
2: good fish and chips, too,
3: at that. Well, I think we're ready to announce the winner. If you could pry yourself away from Nanny Edith's dish, Bert. I'm
2: quite busy over here, Bertie. Why don't you do the (laughs) honours?
3: The winner and reigning champion of Britain's first season of Pop Cuisine, who will receive £100,000 of start-up capital for their own pop-up restaurant concept, is... Nanny Edith! Congratulations, my dear. Oh, I didn't believe it. That's pure Barry, isn't it? Oh, my
5: sweet Angus would be so proud. But Tom, I'm so sorry to beat you out. You do cut such a dashing figure and I'm sure the crown would look better on you.
4: Not to worry, love. It'll be worth it for the Instagram followers alone. I'm going for a spot on Drag Race's next season as well. If I had to lose to anyone, I'm glad it's you.
2: And there you have it. Nobody takes a loss quite like a Brit. Congrats again, Nanny Edith. And thank you all for watching along with us. Bertie and I will be back next season with a new group of hopeful chefs. And we hope you'll come along for the ride. Until next time. Cut. Love the
0: enthusiasm, Bert, but we don't actually know if we'll be back for a second season yet. Bertie, can you give me a take reading off the prompter?
3: Thank you, Britain, for watching along with us. Bert and I have so enjoyed taking you on this culinary adventure, and we're thrilled that you've come along for the ride. Make sure to share your favourite moments on the social medias and let us know if you'd like to see another season. Ta-ta for now.
0: Cut! And that's officially a wrap on season one. Woo!
1: Well done all. Great showing from everyone. Well, except Connor, who almost ruined us. And Rami, well done you. These challenges worked out brilliantly, I must say. Much better than the daft ideas I came up with. (laughs) Thanks, but I think all the credit really goes to Casey here. Kudos to her for keeping this
6: mad train on the tracks throughout.
0: I'm blushing from embarrassment, but I'm also really touched. Rami's sweet words are making it even harder not to adore him. At least things aren't as awkward as I feared, and we all seem to be getting along. It looks like I'll be leaving London without love, but at least I've made a show I'm incredibly proud of. Okay, okay, that's enough. This was a team effort, and I am so grateful to all of you for your hard work. Let's get cleaned up here, and I will see all of you at Sky Garden for our rap party tonight. We're going out on the skate tonight, and that is a right old blither. I step off the elevator into the airy, foliage-filled atrium, and I'm absolutely stunned by the views. We're on the 43rd floor of the famous walkie-talkie building, and the observation deck has a gorgeous panoramic view of the city from all angles. I can see all of London through the sky-high glass windows, not to mention the abundance of greenery everywhere. Without the views, it would be easy to forget I'm in a city. It feels like I'm in the world's tallest garden
5: glass of champagne, miss?
0: We've reserved a section of the skypod bar for the casting crew, and as I approach it's clear that our group has wasted absolutely no time taking advantage of the open bar. Bridget waves me over, and a big cheer goes up <laughs> in the group.
5: Casey, love, no, come have a shot with us! We've made it to the bitter end! And even if that arsehole mark has us cancelled, you should be right proud of yourself.
0: Thanks, Bridget. Am I the last one here?
5: If it's Oliver you're looking for, I'm sorry to say he's moved on right quick after your little rendezvous. Sophia's cornered him there, and he seems more interested in the view of her cleavage than the one out the windows. (laughs) A bit tacky, really, but
0: frankly, I always thought you needed someone with a bit more substance, even if he is proper dreamy. Oh, don't worry. You know, Oliver and Sophia actually make perfect sense together really um i um was actually wondering if you've seen rami yet
5: no not yet but i'm sure he'll be along this is his victory as much as anyone else's if we'd been left with oliver's idiotic challenges the show would have been a disaster
0: can you imagine (laughs) i know nanny edith congratulations you must be thrilled A wee bit overwhelmed,
5: I reckon. But I don't really know if I have the energy to run a restaurant all by myself. But luckily, I've gained a whole new family from this lovely little show. And everyone's going to help out. It'll be a scoosh with all these young lads and lasses to do the heavy lifting. I'll be her front of house manager and handle all the finances. I'm crap with breaking dishes, but fantastic with numbers. Can't drop those after all.
1: I will handle the press and marketing. We will make it a smash hit. All of England will love Nanny Edith and her pies once I get the Instagram up and running.
5: Wonderful! Tom suggested we call it Come Get Pied and Oh, that tickled
0: me something fierce. Oh, <laughs> I love this so much. Tom, what will you be doing?
4: Candy Cox will up will be front and center running the kitchen. Wig and all. Nanny Edith and I make a dynamic duo. We'll be a media sensation.
0: That is, if the network doesn't offer you your own spin-off after seeing the finale, I think the world is ready for a British drag, Julia Child.
6: <laughs> I would absolutely watch that for the record.
0: Rami, hi.
6: Hi. Wow, you look lovely, Casey.
0: So do you. I'm I mean, you know, you look great too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks.
6: It's the first time you see me at my chef wife since uh never mind.
4: Rami, can we test out some of our pie recipes on you?
5: We'll do malam mince with mash and gravy, of course.
1: I will make the Jäger schnitzel with mushroom cream pie.
5: How about chicken biryani filling with a garlic naan crust?
6: Happy to help, albeit from afar. Have you thought about a paella pie with crispy rice?
0: I'm so excited for this motley crew. But hearing Rami talk about Spanish food just reminds me that he's going to be leaving soon. I head over to the window to take in the view, take a few seconds to compose myself. Honestly, this trip has wound up being a pretty mixed bag. Even if the show never airs, I'm so proud of what we've accomplished. But ultimately, I came to London to get away from my messy love life and find something real, and I have definitely failed on that front. I decide to slip away to the ladies' room so I don't have to hear about Rami's upcoming Barcelona adventures. No point rubbing salt on the wound.
5: God, that city is so much fun, it should be illegal. When you'll be surrounded by lords of sexy Spanish women and ocean acaba. Oh, what a life!
7: Hi, friends. Rachel here. I'm one of the co-creators of rom Pods, and I just wanted to share a new project that I've been working on. It's produced by Pod People and Diversion Audio, and it's called The Royals of Malibu. If you like rom Pods, you will definitely like this. Here's a little taste.
5: I'm Melissa McKay, star of the new podcast, The Royals of Malibu. I play Ella, a sex worker just trying to survive when I get swept away to the wealth and the drama of Malibu.
6: Are you
0: ready to get wild tonight?
2: I like your skirt.
0: (laughs) You know, you can like something without touching it.
2: You don't want me to touch you?
0: You are a
1: total psycho!
2: You've made the biggest mistake of your life, Ella Sinclair! What
6: kind of brother are you anyway, huh?
1: I'm not the parent here!
6: I should have never let you out of my sight. I'm gonna take care of you, okay?
0: Will Ella find a happily ever after ending? Or will these rich kids destroy her? You've never heard a podcast like this before. Fall in love with the Royals of Malibu on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. I slip into the unisex bathroom and take a moment to collect myself. It's blessedly quiet after the commotion of the bar. And I close my eyes and listen to the elevator music version of a pop song that I can't quite place. Weird. Why
3: does it smell like smoke in here? Hello, love. Oh, Bertie! God, you have scared me. Just having a fag while I wait for a little rendezvous. Wink, wink. Oh, God. I'm going. Not so fast. What are you doing in here? Trying to have a sneaky shag with Ollie, are you? Oh, God, no. I
0: I was just trying to escape the party for a minute. It's
3: a lot. Hmm. Why so glum, Sugar Plum? Must be a man. It's always a man. Come on, you can tell Auntie Birdie. (laughs) Well, you do seem to have him hanging all over
0: you. How on earth do you do it? I always seem to go for the wrong guy and then...
3: I end up with no one. Because it's not about them, love. It's about you. Remember that you are the greatest gift in the world. And when you decide to give yourself over to a man and let him ravish you in thanks... Ew, but I guess something about that actually makes sense. What is it you see in that Ollie, anyway? Cute enough chap, but I don't get the sense he's on your level, if you know what I mean. Oh, it's actually not Oliver. Um, you know Rami... The culinary producer? Ooh, the sexy chef. I do love a man in uniform. I once had a torrid affair with a Buckingham Palace guard. I liked him to keep his hat on while we made passionate love. Was there a point to this story? Just that your Rami looks positively scrumptious in his chef whites. And unlike my guard, he has the smarts to go with it. Callum was all brawn, no brains. Just how I like them. Rami's a catch. Well, I had my shot with him, and I blew it. Well, love, if you've truly mucked it up with someone you care for, then you've got to fight for him, haven't you? Life would make for a rather boring movie otherwise. You've got to have some tension after all. (laughs) But life isn't a movie, Bertie. Sometimes things just don't work out the way you want them to. That's what boring people say, and you're not boring come on, love. Time to make your own destiny. Go after the things you want, and you might just get a surprise ending. Maybe you're right. All this time I've been waiting for
0: the perfect guy to just fall into my lap, but maybe it is time for me to take control of my own life for once. Bertie. thank you for the advice. That was
3: surprisingly helpful. Don't sound so shocked. I'm a national treasure, didn't you hear? You don't get to be old and rich without knowing a thing or two. Ah,
0: you are something special, all right.
2: Hello, old birdie. You didn't tell me you invited a third.
0: I'm sorry. Your rendezvous
3: is with Bert? Who else would it be with, darling? Well, Connor. Oh, no, darling. That was just a little showmance. Just a little piece of fun. Oh, sweet Connor. he made me feel young again. So let me get this straight. After all you put us through on set, you're back together with Bert? Won't ever separate it, as far as I know. Oh, we opened up our marriage back in the orts. The sneaking around adds something special to our lovemaking. I never leave my Bertie bare. Can't stand him half the time, but I've never had a better lover. Wow. Uh, well, I'll just see myself out and, uh,
0: leave you to it then.
1: Morning, Casey. Oh,
0: you're here. Didn't think we'd be seeing you until later.
1: Must say, I've impressed myself. Can't believe I'm here on time after that proper sousing last night. Your influence must be rubbing off on me. What a great party, though, eh? (laughs) It was really something.
0: Also, I sat with the post team this morning, and the network should have a cut of the first episode in a few days, so I guess there's really not much to do now but wait.
1: Don't worry. I have a good feeling that we'll get picked up we made something great.
0: I forgot how much I hate this part. I feel so helpless waiting for the network to let us know if this thing we poured our hearts and souls into is gonna be over before it's really even begun.
1: Absolute torture, isn't
8: it?
0: Casey! Oliver! I've got the network on the line for ya. Oh, God, already? That can't be good news. Also, I don't know if I can handle any more Mark this century.
1: Right, well, if we're gonna get binned, we'll do it together. Stiff upper lip now, we've got this.
7: Hey, Mark? Casey, is that you? Is Oliver there?
1: Oh, hello, Tara. Jolly good to hear from you.
7: Okay, great. Um, Let's get to it. You want the bad news or the good news?
1: If we're cancelled, just tell us. Hold on a minute. Anything that went wrong here was my fault. Casey was aces the whole way through. Don't punish her for my mistakes.
7: Oh, don't worry, we're not. Oliver, you're a doll, but you're just not cut out for the food world. We're moving you back to Smash Island. We didn't get half as much drama this season without you. There was a whole episode where they were so uninterested in hooking up with each other that the cast put on a reenactment of Lay Miz set in Tottenham. The audience hated it.
0: At least you still have a job. That's something.
7: And Casey, we're officially greenlighting season two. The buzz so far is fantastic. I love what I'm seeing in the raw tape. And the suits over here are very excited. We're promoting you to showrunner and moving you over to London for the next year to oversee it. Wait,
0: what? Are you sure? I mean, it hasn't even aired yet.
7: Do you want me to change my mind? No. Good. The footage looks great so far. Bert and Bertie are hilarious, whether they're loving or fighting. So as long as you can keep them in line, the job is yours. Oh, we want to add a judging panel anchored by Candy Cox Swallop. That name, well, I mean, that was just too good.
0: Tara, thank you so much. I promise I won't let you down. Um, does this mean I'll be working with Mark?
7: Mark's out. Didn't you hear? His assistant Trevor accidentally forwarded a bunch of emails from Mark hitting on a 17-year-old intern. So he's officially been me-tooed. Oof, I've been looking for an excuse to fire that asshole for years. So, you know, I'll be taking pop cuisine under my wing. But I already have a very full plate, so I need you to just run with it.
0: Tara, thank you so much. I won't let you down.
7: Okay, great. I've gotta go. Apparently, Lance Bass is refusing to leave his dressing room until someone frees Brittany. So, I've gotta deal with that. I'll talk to you... well, very rarely, ideally. Congrats, Casey. Got to work on season two, and let's check back when you have the final cut of the first episode.
0: Wow. Uh, This is incredible. Uh, But, Oliver, I'm so sorry.
1: No, no, not at all. This is great news. She's right. I'm rubbish at this, and I'm thrilled to head back to the world I know. A failed experiment, but a fun one at that. And I am glad I got to know you. We may not be a match made in heaven romantically... But I still think you're the bee's knees, Casey Reed.
0: Well, you weren't all rubbish. <laughs> I mean, you really were so helpful with Bert and Bertie. I'm going to have to get them each a producer of their own for season two. A couple of ballbusters, ideally.
1: Well then, that's settled. And now you'll be here in London for a while. I'm hoping we can stay friends. How about it? I'd like that. And you'll have plenty of time to get back out into the dating scene. Play the field a bit. I'm happy to reprise my role of dating coach, if you'd like. Help you fulfill your romantic destiny.
0: Oh, I think I'm done with that. The apps are so superficial, and honestly, I'm ready for something real. In fact, well, I, I think I almost found it, but, uh, <laughs> never mind. Uh,
1: don't hold back on my account. I'm taking Sophia to dinner, and I'm fully expecting dessert afterwards. Is there someone else you fancied? Surely not the bird watcher. <laughs> oh, God, no.
0: Actually, um,. Rami and I kind of have this
1: connection. Well, I'll be damned. Of course. I always thought he was carrying a bit of a torch for you, but I didn't think you'd go for him. Bit of a snore, isn't
0: he? Oliver, I'm a bit of a snore, at least by your standards. And he's not boring at all. He's more of a quiet adventurer.
6: That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind.
4: This is the story of Harry Dalowitz
6: and how he rose
4: from nothing to become New York's King of the
6: Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
1: And he's so smart and creative and, God, the way he cooks. Right then, so chat him up. Now you're going to be in London, why not go for it?
0: I already tried, but he turned me down. And now he's accepted a job in Barcelona, and I don't know what I can say or do to convince him not to go. I screwed this all
1: up. Wow, didn't even let the ink dry on our little romance, did you? Oh, Oliver, I'm sorry, that... I was just pulling your leg. I'm not miffed in the slightest. Listen, if it hadn't been for me wasting your time just because I thought you were well fit, you two would have been together from the get-go. Let me help you win him back. It's the least I can do.
0: What's the point? I mean, if he's moving to Spain, it doesn't matter that I'm staying in London.
1: So we'll convince him not to go to Spain. Look at you. He'd be mad not to give you a chance. You two can spend your whole lives together making fancy pies and eating Barnaby's cookies or whatever they are. You'll be proper fat and happy. It's basically meant to be. Oh, God.
0: That does sound great. So, what do we do?
1: After all the girls I've had to apologize to, if there's one thing Sir Oliver Turner knows... It's a grand gesture.
0: Did you just knight yourself?
1: Hush now, here's the plan.
0: A few hours later, I'm racing through Hampstead Heath like Bridget Jones running after Mark Darcy. Our plan is legitimately bonkers, but isn't that what makes a grand gesture Well, grand? I can't believe I'm doing this, but at least I'm not alone. Careful you don't spill any of that. Oliver and I roped half the team into our little scheme, and they were only too happy to help in the name of love. Bridget and Carol kept Rami occupied at the office for hours, planning out challenges for the next three seasons of Pop Cuisine, while Oliver and I spent all afternoon running around town gathering materials. And now, the big moment is here we finally finish setting up the world's largest and most ridiculous picnic. We stand back to admire our handiwork.
1: Right, I think that's everything. Two flat whites from Monmouth, one toasty Capacacean grilled cheese, a pile of Nando's chicken, Ben's infamous cookies, of course, and let's not forget the disco wings. Did we go too heavy on chicken? Now you've got me nervous. None of my past apologies have ever been this high stakes.
0: Oliver, you're a great friend. Thank you for helping me
1: with this. Glad to be of service, mate.
0: Do you think this will work?
1: If the way to his heart is through his stomach, and he is a chef after all, then I'd say you've done a bang-up job here. It's clear how much you care about him. And Rami would be a fool not to give it a go.
0: Well, my stomach is in knots.
1: Better put on a brave face. Bridget says they're round the corner. Right then, I'm off.
0: The butterflies in my stomach seem oddly fitting, since I'm standing in the middle of a garden, but that doesn't make me feel any better. What if I've put in all this effort and dragged Rami halfway across London just to hear him say no again? And this time in public. I am suddenly very aware of all the open space. And complete lack of anywhere to hide. Oof. Okay, Casey, come on. No backing out now. Just then, I hear Bridget's Irish brogue drifting across the park.
5: Just a bit further now. Come on then.
6: Bridget, where are we going? There's something I have to do before I leave tomorrow. Don't get your knickers in a twist.
0: We're here. Hi, Rami.
6: Casey? What is this place?
0: I wanted to show you something that isn't in the guidebooks for a change. This is Hampstead Pergola. It's a proper secret garden. Romantic as anything in it. Um, Bridget, do you think you could, uh, uh, you know...
5: Yes, yes. I'll just be making an Irish exit then. Ta.
6: Casey, this place is beautiful. But what is all this? Why are we here?
0: It's a little piece of every adventure we've had in London together, Romy. I wanted to show you how much it all meant to me. I mean, it's mostly food, of course, but that is my love language after all. And... I hope it's yours, too.
6: It absolutely is. I mean, I'm proper famished looking at all of this. How on earth did you pull this off? Or, I guess the more accurate question would be... Why?
0: Rami, I know you said you didn't want to give this a try, but I really believe there's something special here. I just feel so incredibly myself when I'm with you. Like, I don't have a care in the world, and everything is an adventure. Being with you is just so fun and easy and comfortable, and I'm so inspired by you. You're so creative and brave, and I am such an idiot for messing up the chance we had to see what's between us, because I know how good we could be. I— Wait, uh, don't say anything yet. I know you're supposed to go to Spain tomorrow, but, well, just in case I wasn't alone in this, I thought you should know that I'm staying in London— I accepted a full-time job here as the new showrunner. We officially got picked up for season two. We found out yesterday. Oliver's going back to Smash Island, and I'll be the one calling the shots from now on. We could definitely find you some freelance work on another show if you wanted to stay. (laughs) You know, I think I'm done dating co-workers. Um, But really, I I do think we could make this work. Please, uh, give us a second chance.
6: Um. I allowed to talk now?
0: Yes. Please. Um, Unless you're going to say no.
6: Well, I do have a flight tomorrow, but it's not to Spain. It's not? No. It's to Los Angeles.
0: What? Why?
6: Casey, I realized I was being a bit prideful when you came to my flat. I... I just thought that we had such a wonderful connection... But then when you chose Oliver over me, well, I was a little bit crushed, truthfully. But I realized I was being an idiot. I don't want to miss out on something potentially great just because of my ego.
0: You think I'm great?
6: Yeah, I do. I think you're absolutely wonderful, Casey.
0: But now you're going to L.A. and I'm staying here... How did we mess this up again?
6: Well, yes, I did tell my boss in Barcelona that I wouldn't be joining him and then booked a flight to Los Angeles. I've got loads of friends running restaurants there and I'd figured I'd scope out the scene, maybe open up a curry chips pop-up, who knows? You see, there's this very cute girl in L.A. Or at least, I thought she was going to be in L.A.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) You were going to L.A. for me?
6: (laughs) It would appear we have a double grand gesture on our hands, yeah? (laughs)
0: Do you find it a bit odd that we've both agreed to move to another country for the other, and we haven't even kissed?
6: Hmm. Easily fixed.
0: He closes the distance between us, (laughs) accidentally knocking over one of the takeaway coffees. Oh well, I have more than enough adrenaline coursing through me without the added caffeine. He brings a hand to cut my cheek and places his lips on mine. The kiss is soft, but full of heat.
6: I've wanted to do that for a while. I think I'll need seconds of that, actually.
0: This time, there's nothing gentle about the kiss. I brace my hands on his chest to keep from melting into a puddle on our picnic blanket. Somehow, I'm not at all surprised that this sweet, quiet chef... like I'm his favorite dish on the menu. I find myself mentally calculating how long it will take us to get back to my apartment. Picnic, be damned. We break apart, both of us, breathless. So, you'll stay in London?
6: I absolutely will. (laughs) I think we've got more exploring to do, Casey.
0: Two months later, Rami and I are walking out of Borough Market, each with a gooey grilled cheese. After all, some things are too good to share. We head towards Tower Bridge to catch the sunset. Our love has been so easy to fall into, like a bowl of Padella's Cacio e Pepe, or a pile of soup dumplings from Dumplings Legend. Our free hands intertwine as we stroll the crowded bridge, letting tourists and kids flow around our united front. I've never been so content in my entire life.
6: Are you chilly? Starting to feel like autumn. Summer has absolutely flown by.
0: No, I'm perfect. Everything is absolutely perfect. Especially
6: you. We are deliriously happy, aren't we? It should be criminal to be this in love.
0: I'm just so glad we're finally getting our own place together. Ugh, the Bermondsey apartment has such a beautiful kitchen. I can't wait to cook dinner with you there every night. Well, that is when you're not at the new restaurant. Me... The hot shot head chef boyfriend.
6: I will always credit you with keeping me here in London. Otherwise, I never would have met Nigella and our joint venture wouldn't be happening. Oh, I can hardly believe it's real.
0: I can't wait to be your number one taste tester. Couscous and coriander is going to be a smash hit when it opens this winter.
6: Well, hopefully everyone will be excited for some Mediterranean comfort food when it turns cold. We'll have plenty of spice to warm people up. Hmm,
0: we've got plenty of spice right here. (laughs)
6: You are incorrigible, and I love it.
0: I can't help it. I'm madly in love, running the most-watched unscripted show in all of the UK. And I've just signed a lease on a gorgeous apartment with the man of my dreams.
6: I think we owe Madame Geneva a thank-you gift for sending you to me. Perhaps some of Ben's fine cookies.
0: I'm glad she sent me to London. But winning you? That was all my doing. I'm in charge of my own destiny now.
6: I like the sound of that. And where shall destiny take us next, darling?
0: Hmm. Anywhere there's hot chicken, my love. Anywhere there's hot chicken.
8: <laughs> Rom-Com Pods was created by Becca Freeman and Rachel King. Showmance was written, directed, and executive produced by Becca Freeman and Rachel King. Showmance was also produced by Skylar Samuels and Mayank Bataire. We had production help from Samantha Reed and Alison Castonguay is our editor. Sound design by Daniel Brunel and Shane Hendrickson. Mix and theme song by Daniel Brunel. Our casting director is Mayank Bataire. Showmance was produced in partnership with Pod People. In this episode of Showmance, Casey is played by Skylar Samuels. Rami is played by Elliot Knight. Oliver is played by Jack Turner. Bert is played by Alex Webb. Birdie is played by Claire Jacobs. Tom is played by Kevin Burton. Nanny Edith is played by Jackie Malore Gwyn. Waitress is played by Lauren Irwin. Bridget is played by Amy Griffin. Rubina is played by Zakia Patel. Wolfgang is played by Neil Mayer. Tara is played by Kellen Coleman. A very special thanks to Jessica Yarrow, Nicholas Brown, Thomas Stockwell, Maxi Maggio, Tara Gatti, and Alyssa King. What?
0: Why? (laughs) (laughs) Do that one. Yes. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is where it gets me every time. Okay. (laughs) I go crazy when there's a question mark, exclamation point.
7: (laughs) Somehow that
0: informs my brain to just, like, in a way that's, like, not how human people
2: talk. Oh,
0: my God. Okay.
6: I do. I think you're absolutely wonderful, Casey. And reel it in, okay? I <laughs> do, <Achoo>! yes. <laughs> oh my god! Don't you see the marching band? <laughs> I felt like I was walking into Disneyland then. Oh, made it weird. Made it weird. <laughs> Cute. <laughs>
2: Rachel again, don't forget to check out our two other shows, Vote for Love
7: and Honeymoon for One. You can also follow us at romcompods on Instagram to learn about our new project. Thanks for listening.